0: Welcome to this message from Port Life Church. Our goal is to bring life to the Port community and beyond. And our hope is that this message will inspire and encourage you today. This morning I want to share where we're heading as a church and uh, just some of the things that are going to be coming up. But, you know, as I prepared for this, this week, I thought about the last two and a half years. And, you know, the church has done a lot. <laughs> in the last two and a half years. As I as I reflected on all the things that have taken place in the world, um, there were three things that really stood out to me. And the first of those was the fact that in that time, we have gone and established a second campus um, of Port Life. You know, we took over a, a church, Seaview Community Church in um, very early 2020, February 2020, a month before everything took place in the world and that is now a healthy functioning growing church uh, we, we sent a number of families down there to join the team down there and that is a, a transformed place now and, and that has happened during this period of the last two and a half years we've also managed to build a, a huge three-story building in Myanmar which Sally was talking about before where the kids were giving this morning. So that is completed and up and running. You'll hear a little bit more about that later. And the third thing that go back previous, you know, two and a half years ago didn't exist is that we have a whole online church as well. You know, we have an online service every week, which if you go and have a look on there, you'll see that hundreds of people go and have a look and and watch this. And so we've actually created if you like, uh, a bit of a whole new congregation there. So some really important things in the life of this church have taken place in the last two and a half years. Some of those would never have happened had we not had COVID. So there's some really good things for us to celebrate. But this morning, I've called the message life. Now, life is obviously the opposite to death. And as I think about... um, the word death. There's not a lot of positives to talk about, is there? It, it's it's a horrible thing. It's it's a final thing. Um, it doesn't represent anything um, that you you'd really want to talk about. And then the but the opposite word, life. What a beautiful word that is. You know, life is encouraging. Life um, is such a positive word. It it talks of of the future it talks of growth it it talks about all things that are well and for us as Christians of course when we think of the word life it all comes back to one man and that is Jesus it is Jesus actually that brings us and gives us life nothing else when we use the word life you think of Jesus and you think of well Jesus said I'm the way the truth and the life and what he meant by that was in me it's only through me that there is eternal life because I am always have been and always will be I will always exist and it's perfect life life is health life is is goodness life it's such a wonderful thing and our church we should never forget this I think sometimes you know you think of of of, you, you know the name of the church but you don't really think what it stands for and our church, of course is called Port Life. Life is a key part of our name, Port Life, and our vision, which I just want to share with you. For those of you that are new, maybe watching online or even here this morning, our our church's vision is to bring is bringing life to our community and beyond. Now, two and a half years ago, that would have said bring life to the Port community and beyond that has completely changed now it's bring life to our community beyond because there's an hour here in Port Adelaide there's an hour here down at Seaview at our other campus and there's an hour as in our group of people that are looking online that are engaging with us online and you could argue well that's possibly our beyond as well our beyond we knew used to be Myanmar where we invest heavily into the lives of people over there but I think the beyond has gone beyond Myanmar it's anywhere now where people are engaging with us online with our messages with our worship and anything else that we do so our vision bringing life to our community when I said before life is really Jesus it's really what we're saying is it's bringing Jesus to our community and beyond if you want to get to the real simple thing of what we're about and how do we do that? And there's a really simple way that we do it. We just, here at this church, like I would hope at any other church, has this idea that, you know, what, why don't we just do what Jesus says we should do? And that's what we do here. So Jesus said, go and make disciples of all the nations. That was our great commission. And the greatest commandment he had for us as human beings was, you know, the best thing you can do is love God, love me, and love others. So love God and love others they're the two things that jesus has called us to do if we can successfully do those things if we as a church can go out and equip people and be and i love what they're doing with the jdp program you know that is on the path to making disciples um in in teaching them what goes on there and it's not all about serving serving's an aspect of that but there's also that personal development that the kids get in regard to their their walk of God but going and making disciples of all the nations if we do that and if we spent and if we focused on loving God and loving others we would go a long way to bringing life to our community there are three words that we use at this church which um, I think encapsulate all of that and we we use the words know love serve we want people of our church to know God to love God to serve God, and we want people in the church to know others, love others, and serve others. So it's knowing, loving, and serving God and others. That, if you like, is a summary um, of what we we try to do here as a church. So the first aspect of that I want to look at is spiritual life, knowing, loving, and serving our God. And so our heart as a church, as you can see here, We want to see people being saved, we want people to come to know Jesus Christ, we want to see them getting spirit filled, we want to see them baptised, we want to see them growing in their knowledge of who God is and we know that if people do that, God transforms people's lives. One of the ways that we do that here is that on Sunday services which you're at today, this is a bit different today but normally we would have a... A pretty what you call i guess a sermon or a message and we do it in monthly themes and so for the next five months six months coming up you can see on the next slide um, just what we're going to be looking at so in the month of august we're going to be looking at healthy relationships such an important part of any church you know the health of the church is often seen in the relationships of the people within that church so we're going to be spending a whole month on that then we're going to be looking at true freedom You know where there is freedom there is certainly life and uh and the opposite is also true in october we're going to be looking at the rise and the fall of the king we're going to be looking at the life of david and what happened to him throughout his life in november we're looking at the purpose-driven life and finally we're looking at again new life the birth of jesus in our series over christmas another thing that we do here to really encourage people in their spiritual growth, in spiritual life is something that was introduced earlier this year and that is our app. Some of you may have seen this. I'd encourage you to download it if you haven't got it already. It's the Port Life app. It is a little partner with all that we do here as a church, particularly on a Sunday. So you, if you download the app, you'll be able to see um, not only will you be able to um, see the, uh, the notes of each Sermon from every week. We we put the notes on there so people can go away and reflect on that. You also get questions that you can just go away and think about and just ask yourself, and others do it with a life group um, as well. Um, But the app is there also for a reading plan. So we give you one scripture to read each day if you want to get into the habit of learning to read God's word. And all those scriptures come from our Sunday services um, here. So I really encourage you, if you haven't downloaded that, go and have a look for the Port Life Church app. Another thing we've got coming up um, in late September, really looking forward to this, we're going to have a full-on all-in worship night here at the church on a Wednesday night. So if you're free on a Wednesday night, we'd encourage you to come. If you're not, um, change your plans. Come down here <laughs> on the Wednesday night. It's just going to be—it's um, going to be a full-on night with the worship team. Um, so lock that date in, in September. This is just the beginning of what we try to do. Our heart is to encourage people to grow in their relationship with God. We can only do so much, and then it comes down to the individual to also have that desire and discipline to go and do these things but there are great resources at your disposal here within the church to help you on that journey of working out who God is, who you are, and where you fit in relation to God and just how good God is. And there are so many so much that we can give you to help you with that. So we encourage you in that. Our next area is family life. We are a uh, very much a family church, and for those that are visiting, you can probably see that we've got people here of all ages, and we're, I'm really happy to see that. I wouldn't want a church that just has 22 year olds, and I don't want a church that's just got 82 year olds. You want a church with all ages, don't you? And it's great to see all the generations connecting here together. And you know, our heart is to be a church where people make these genuine godly relationships with all. The generations being connected. And so we will do things at certain times that, whether you realise it or not, they are there to deliberately connect different generations. Um, our next slide, is, as I said before, it all comes back to no love and serve, but it's no love and serve our church. I love seeing the young people treated. If you like like adults in a way here it's like no you can be involved as well you can be a part of what we're doing Um, it's so good to see that taking place here but it's just as equally important that we as a church get to know and love each other and i can't think of a better way to do that than for you and i to be involved in something other than sunday morning Now, for some people, that means you go to a life group. For others, that might mean you join the music team. That wouldn't work for me because I'm terrible. But there would be an area, there must be something. There are so many different groups that you could possibly join in this church. And if you are a regular person in this church, I encourage you, please, look for a second connection outside of Sunday morning. You can meet a few people on a Sunday morning, but you'll never know those people in such in the way that would bring great meaning and and would be of great support to you and to others when we know each other closely and that only happens if we put the time into those relationships and that doesn't happen on a Sunday morning. It's not meant to. Speaking of relationships, I have a thing coming up on August the, if I can show the next one, August the 26th. This is uh, date night I really think it's important that we celebrate marriage in this church. We are so blessed to have so many people in this church that have been married a long time. It's a rare thing these days. I recently went away and celebrated. Um, I went away with my parents because it was their 50th wedding anniversary, and so that was about a week and a half ago. And I went away with them, Sally and I, uh, overnight, and we went out for took them out for dinner out in the Clare Valley. And we were just talking about things and my dad mentioned to me that he couldn't, he went to the the news agent and he couldn't get mum a 50th wedding anniversary card because they don't sell them. And the reason they don't sell them, because no one buys them. And the reason for that is because no one gets to the 50th wedding anniversary. And yet I know so many people in this church that have met that milestone. Um, And that's a testament to the faithfulness of the people in this church. But what a great message that is to the young people that are also in this church, that you know what? Your marriages can last. If you do it the way that God intended, you can hit 50 years. It is possible if things are done the way God intended. And so we're going to have this date night to really celebrate um, those that... um, Well, we are going to use it as an opportunity to celebrate, particularly those who have been married um, for extended periods of time. But we want to see all all the couples there. We'd love to see lots of couples at this event. It's going to be a fun night. We're going to Spice and Ice in Port Adelaide. We've hired their function centre there. It's $99 for the couple to come along. Um, Other people are welcome to come if they come with somebody else. So if you're, um, you know, you might be in a situation where... Your spouse has passed away and you would still like to come along and celebrate with everyone else. Where well, you are welcome. We'll be selling tickets um, and and those that are engaged even. We would love to see those guys coming along as well to see and us celebrate relationships. And so um, please go to the help desk, buy these tickets. I only unfortunately have 90 tickets. Once they're gone, they are gone. And if, if it's a sellout, then next year we might look at at ramping it up at an even bigger venue. But there are 90 tickets to this, that's all that the Spice and Ice can take. And uh, it's gonna be a great night, that includes all your food, I think it's unlimited buffet, as well as um, soft drinks are free included in that price. It's a great deal, two for 99. We would love to see people there. We've got a few fun activities that are gonna happen there as well, as people are having their dinners, just a bit of a laugh. But also we wanna, as I said, really celebrate marriages. The key to a healthy church is to see healthy marriages within that church. I truly believe that. It is great for all generations to see that. Community life. We are a church, for those of you that don't know us well, that loves to focus on community. And there's a lot of different things that we do for this. But we want to be a church where we are particularly a blessing to our community. We want to do things... We find a need in the community and we try to just bless that community. And the first slide you'll see here is of our Green Monkeys. Now Green Monkeys, for those of you that don't know what that is, is that playground out there. And at our other campus, that is their playground that we've put in this year. Now this is, these playgrounds are free playgrounds. People can come in, they don't have to pay, they can pay a donation if they want of a dollar, but if they want, they can just walk in No one says a thing, that's not the purpose of it, to make money, the purpose of it is to connect people, to connect people to the community. And so we are reaching so many people down at Seaview and here just by opening our doors and saying, you are welcome. And it's amazing to see so many mums particularly that come in that are very lonely, that um, for whatever reason are very lonely and yet they come here and the ladies here in particular just love on them care about, them. there's so many, the Green Monkeys team here and I'm sure it's the same at Seaview, so good, it, you know, they. I, I watch just how well they do this and they do treat them like they're their kids, these Green Monkeys people come and they just love on these ladies and what a great blessing it is to those people that are feeling lonely, that are feeling trapped, that are feeling isolated, that are feeling I don't even know how to be a good mum, I don't know what to do and yet they come and they look after these people, and I think that 's what the church should be- a place that is a blessing to other people in the community and that 's what we do. We also do the same thing with youth. we open it up to everybody now you know we're very fortunate to have um, we're very fortunate to have the guy that we have running it he 's got a huge head, but apart from that um, Nick, I just took that from your uh, you made this, not me, so no, we're very fortunate to have such a wonderful youth team here. The whole team that love on the teenagers um, and in the same way, like it's, it's breathing life into these people. And I'm so excited to see what's happening in the, that, that area of the church. The photo on the riders from their youth camp earlier this year as Nick and the team took them away. And just to really get them knowing, loving and serving each other and God. You know it's what it's all about we've got leading on from that now this year we've made some changes with seniors as well and we've got seniors life and we used to call it we used to have a coffee with the pastors and it used to be called senior moments and you know what i thought you know that's nice but it's not actually achieving anything apart from a nice coffee with the seniors and the pastors and so we've we actually want to give it some purpose And so we've called it seniors life and i'm encouraging those people that are retired or semi-retired to actually invite their neighbors or their friends that are also retired and semi-retired treat it like green monkeys where you actually connect them with people from the church give it some purpose give it some teeth and so it's not about really meeting with the pastors anymore it's about a place where people that are retired or semi-retired and possibly some that are widowed or lonely or depressed um or or divorced can come and feel some love it's what the church needs to be a place to to be there for other people and so you can see it's just about every fortnight that we're putting this on and already i've been proud of our guys some of them have already had some people that Otherwise, wouldn't have been in the church, have come along to this. And so I'm encouraging more of that. So if you are retired or semi-retired, i.e. you're not doing anything at lunchtime. (laughs) Why don't you come and join us? And why not bring your neighbour? We do $2 coffees. They can come down, have a really good quality coffee for 2 bucks. But that's not the purpose of it. The purpose of it is connection, where they can connect with our people we'll go to the next one we have there are many others i just don't have time to share this this morning but from all the areas that people connect with us whether it's through seniors whether it's through youth whether it's through green monkeys at the end of the year where we become aware of these people's details we are going to give them a christmas basket at the end of the year every year our church produces about 300 of these lovely Christmas baskets. The church gives the money, last year I think you guys gave about 10 grand. We put together nearly 300 Christmas baskets and we were able to just bless the people of the community. For those that were doing it really tough, we were able to give $100 Coles vouchers as well in with those baskets so that they could have some of the things that otherwise they wouldn't be able to afford at Christmas. It was so good to be able to do that. And I thank you, everyone, that was generous, both in money and in their time, to make that happen. We will be doing that again this year. Um, I think we're about a hundred baskets short of a thousand baskets over the last three years, which is about thirty odd thousand dollars worth of baskets that are being given out, just to give you an idea. So, well done, church, for that. Again, it's us being a blessing to the community. We bless; we've nothing expected in return. And we say, Lord, you do whatever needs to happen in that person's life. But we are just putting out, we want to be a blessing. We want to be a church that's known as a church that is a blessing to this community and not a bother. That's what we want to be. So it was great to see that all the people that got involved in that. And even the next slide will show you, you know, then they had this big thing in the foyer where people could come along. And the kid on the left, I think, is happy. I'm not sure. I think he's sort of happy. But... It was so good to see that take place as they came and collected their baskets and could hang out for a couple of hours, have a coffee, Green Monkeys was open and then we had people there just chatting to people, just wishing them a happy Christmas. So good to see people. We'll go to the next slide. In relation to our college, for those of you that don't know, we have a church, uh, we have a school that is a ministry of this church. So in 1976, the church here... Um, Started a school uh, port. It was called Trinity. It's now portside Christian college, and uh, that's Just to my left on the other side of the wall over here And so I'm sure many of you have seen it driving past but there's been some great things happening in recent times I've got a photo first of all of um, a musical that took place earlier this year now I Most of you that know me would know that I don't go to musicals, but I went to this and um I thought I would, you know, I had no reason to because I don't have any kids in it. But I thought, you know, I'm going to go along and see what it's like. And between you and me, it actually wasn't that bad. (laughs) Can I just say, they did an outstanding job. I don't like musicals, but they did an outstanding job. These were mainly year eights, nines and tens. And I was super impressed with what they did. They did this really, really well. And so, you know, well done to a couple from this church in Peter Gillard and Naomi Vortman that are really big on making that happen. And it was tremendous what they did, such a, a great thing. But there's a lot of things going on in the life of the college at the moment. And if I can skip over those photos and go to the next one, this happened a little while ago. You would have probably seen that we have developed that playground, the nature playground out there. And in recent months, leading on from that, you would have seen the courts would have been, were being developed. They have just been uh, completed recently. We've finally, with all the gardening linked to that, so you can see the final photo there. So that's that project done. Um, it's been a challenging couple of years because obviously we've had to uh, negotiate with council on that sort of thing. That is, that is happening on council land. That over was owned by the council, but we thank them for giving us the opportunity to be able to develop that site, and now it's a very functional, usable, and great facility for the school and for the community, again, on the weekend. Leading on from that, I, I mentioned a few months ago that we were looking at an ELC, and I can show you the next photo here. We, we, we have every intention of building an ELC starting later this year. This week, We finally are putting in our application to council which means in the next couple of weeks, you, if you live in the area, will probably receive something letting you know that Portside Christian College wants to develop um, a new early learning centre on the other side of the road, about 100 metres down that way. Um, We purchased three blocks of land. On one block will be the car park and on the other two blocks the new ELC. This is an artist's impression, it's not, it's not necessarily exactly what you will get. Um, But I want to show you the next slide in particular. If we can go to the next one. Um, It gives you an idea of the sort of design that we are looking at. Um, Very much about curiosity and creativity. Uh, It's not just blank empty rooms with some toys in them. This is a well thought through designed building. And the next slide. Um, For example, if you look at the left, The first photo on the left you can see that it's all about it's all about community and what you've got there is a window where the kids are in their room but they can actually see the team of cooks preparing the lunches so there's that there's that connection to that group as well as they can learn about seeing how people make food and that sort of thing. So there'll be a lot of different things that go on in this place that foster that connection between all the different groups going on. This is gonna be an awesome development, by the way. I sort of wish my kids were young enough to be able to experience that, but then I think, no way, I don't wanna go back to that. So (laughs) for those of you though that are thinking of having kids, this is gonna be awesome. If you are thinking of having a child, I would sign up now, because you probably won't get in in a couple of years' time, because this will be the best ELC that you've seen in this area. And so, yeah, if you're thinking of having a baby, just sign up now, just do it as a pre. I don't think you can actually do that, but if once you know, <laughs> once you know, sign up. And um, the next thing, our other building, which is the large um, three-storey building that's gonna be happening over here, our senior college, that is still, progressing we are waiting to um, finalize some things and and our intention is still to keep going ahead so this this is still on track Um, you will notice that once you see some some clearing of buildings over there probably early next year if not late this year then you'll see um, that that is well and truly underway but that's an exciting thing that's going to be coming up as well Um, again During this supposed uh, challenging period in the life of the world, um, the school and the church are continuing to progress. Global life, we want to be able to know, love and serve our world. And as Sally said earlier, our our world um, is Myanmar. That is our part of the world that we have made a commitment to in 2014-15 we built a children's home over there the church here raised significant money built a a two-story children's home which you can actually see right there on the right the purple building is the children's home we first bought three blocks of land we built the children's home we've had 12 kids and two adults living in that in that the, the parents living in that home now for a good seven years and and, and only last year, the one to the left of that, that three-storey building was the latest one that we built. Um, in there at the moment is church. And so before I show that though, the next slide will show you what we needed to do. Is we have, that's in the children's home. We have now built a wall in there. And that down. this is downstairs, creating a separate bedroom for the girls. There's only two, three girls, sorry, in the home. And so the girls needed to be separated from the boys, even though they had their own bedroom upstairs. We've gone to that extra level of caution. So um, we've actually put the girls downstairs with one of the older girls. So they're living downstairs and the boys are upstairs. And so we needed to get that built. That is while it was still being done, but that was nearly finished at that point. Leading on to the next slide, you can see church on a Sunday. This is happening in our second building that we built. Because of covid and then sorry not because of covid because of the military coup that took place over there they took away the church's building and kept it for themselves the church was operating out of a hotel on a floor and the military have basically taken over all of those sort of venues and they've so basically kicked them out so we've got church happening from there this is crazy if you can see to the left you can see into the next room and they're in the next room as well for church on the sunday so they are at well and truly above capacity there of what's going on the next one shows you a bit of a i think it was a little kids outreach thing going on up there there's some great things going on even though it's an oppressed yes, you got to understand that over there this stuff's not legal you can't go and do this but they are doing it anyway they are, the military are really cr- clamping down on things but but pastor andrew and the team over there they continue to forge ahead. The kids have finally gone back to school after two and a half years of no school because of COVID over there. There's our kids, all ready to go. They're as happy as mine, first day back. <laughs> <laughs> They're lovely kids. I've been over there many times and and spent time with them. They are really nice kids. And uh, so there's some great things going over there in the, in the life of Myanmar. Big shout out to pete and amy rogers here at church who are overseeing that and the myanmar board but particularly pete and amy that are constantly in contact with pastor andrew and just making sure that things are going well over there and so can we just put our hands together for pete and amy all right moving on and we'll just give you some a little bit of an update of what's been happening at our other campus with sea view so if we go to the next slide please You can see, what have we got here? So this is green monkeys in action on one of the days during the week that they've got going on there. Um, The first day, they put a post out on some, some site and it went viral and thousands of people saw it. And so Pete, uh, Kev had this massive problem where he had to turn so many of them away. And that's been going on for weeks. that They had to turn people away. I think it's settled down a bit now, but they're getting a good stream of people there. Again, people from the community connecting with the local church. How good is that? and so that's really good to see that. There've been other renovations going on there for those of you that know this site, that's their hallway now that has just been recently um, done up and then I've got one more photo I think at least, that's the auditorium that they've done up now just to just to freshen it up a bit, it was looking very old and tired. And so it's just breathed life into the place. And even the people that were there before we came along, they're excited, they're on board. It's a good thing. Kev has done this in a way that he hasn't come in and just bulldozed everything that was there and gone, no, we're doing things our way. He's taken the people there on a journey and they're in on this together. And that's why it's working. And that's why it's growing. And that's why they've got new families coming in and it's an exciting time in the life of that church. We've also had some changes happening here, some things that you won't even be aware of. We've recently just redone the whole sound desk. Um, you may or may not notice, but all the singers don't have to have these little boxes on them anymore. It's now just something that's just in their ear and the other thing they, apparently, they adjust what they wanna hear in their ear on their phones. So we've, that, that's as a result of the new desk. Um, we also notice that there's some renovations taking place here, sort of out there. Um, already it started with, um, well for those of you that are, that know the place you know what I'm talking about, but even around the cafe and the help desk that's just started some renovations. But we're in the process of over the coming months fully renovating the foyer and the outside areas and so you can see the artist impression there of what they're meant to be that's what the outside is going to look like once we get to that part as well so you're going to continue to see these renovations taking place I had originally planned to do this a bit earlier but I just thought you know what well, I need to be cautious here because we weren't sure what was going to happen in the last couple of years and so we've just we just put we just put that to the back and now we're feeling a bit more comfortable with doing some of the things that have needed to be done. I want to thank the church for their generosity that has led to us being able to go down the path of doing these extensions. This one here, sorry, if I can go back one, if I can just go back there, that, will, uh, that one, yep, thank you. Good work, Elijah. He's doing a good job up there, isn't he? <laughs> He's doing this with no communication from me. He's just predicting when I'm going to do this. So he's doing far better than I could do at this because I don't even know what I'm about to say. So (laughs) this here um, is going to be an extension which can be used for green monkeys on a Sunday. You're going to be able to go and sit outside in a grassy area and just in in our warmer months and have a coffee out there. It's just going to expand what we can do on a Sunday just by pushing out the area that we can have tables and chairs. It'll also make a lovely entrance. Um, it'll be fenced off so kids can't run out onto the road. It'll actually be a fenced, gated area. So it'll be a lot safer as well. So watch out for these things. All these things are gonna be taking place, and as you probably notice out there, um, our resident painter, Jason Vandenberg's already painted there. Didn't he do a good job of the mural in Green Monkeys, for those that have seen that? I then want to thank Big Jeff, who went and spent days here just putting together all that wood paneling on all of the on all of those um, on the cafe and the help desk. He did that all himself by hand over a few days. Thanks so much for that. Uh, Jeff, fantastic work there. But you're going to see more of this happening. <laughs> if I go to the next slide, As I said, I wanna thank people for their generosity. We are not far off where we would need to be to make sure that we can complete all the things that we wanna get done this year. So I thank thank those that have given regularly, generously to the church. If you're contemplating doing it, can I encourage you? That would be a great idea. We're a little bit off where we need to be to be able to ensure that we can complete all the stuff that we wanna do, but we're not far off. And so thank you to everyone uh, for what they have given I can go to the next one thank you our next big project which is to the left of where you're sitting the other side of that wall will be the demolition of the offices it will then be converted into a if you like a second auditorium a smaller auditorium co- copes of about 150 people it will be used as the youth hall Um, But it can also be used for other things during the week if we have weeknight meetings and and, um, even on a Sunday morning it'll be used to one day in the future have a kid's service from in there where they can have their own stage, own church set up like this for the young people. I want to thank those that have already given to this project. Um, We're a little shy of 60,000 at the moment. We are a long way off where we need to be. But can I encourage you, if you haven't, Thought about contributing to this. Can I encourage you to start making regular contributions to this, like many of us have? Um, we need to get, if we can get to about 250, the church has also been paying off its debt. We're under a hundred thousand now. Five years ago, we had nearly 400,000 debt. We're down to under a hundred. Once we've paid that off, the church will use any excess funds to also keep putting into that fund, and we will. This can happen a lot quicker than people realise if we all pitch in and make this happen together. So, you know, if you're thinking, you know, what am I gonna do with my tax return in a few months, time? I've got an idea. (laughs) Thank you everyone for what you've contributed there. Um, The last one, we have a second last one, should I say. We have an upcoming position with Sarah um, announcing, we announced a little while ago that Sarah will be leaving at the end of September. And we have obviously since filled her position in relation to a kids leader. But what it has created is another position. And this is going to be a position um, which we're going to put out in a couple of weeks time that will be part church, part school. So the school will have this person for two days a week and we will have them for two days a week. So it's going to be a 0.8 position. I think in time it has potential to grow to a full-time position, but it will start at a 0.8 position. Um, They'll be responsible from the church point of view for things such as the online church, all the videos that we produce, and then editing all of that and making videos for us as we require. They'll be doing sound tech for the school during the week, particularly for things like assemblies and for productions and for any other reason, staff meetings, whatever needs they have in relation to that. And the school probably have some other tasks as well for them to do. Maintaining and updating our website and our app. It's, a, it's sort of a, a techie's paradise, if you like. So if you know of a friend or someone you go, now I don't want you to give me your unemployed kids that you go, yeah, I know, I've know got to get this bum out of my house, so I'm going to get him to apply for this. What I want is people that go, you know what, this would be a perfect fit for a role like this. So if you know someone that might be a fit, we're gonna put it out on social media and just see what sort of a response we get. I don't really wanna go to seek at this stage. I would rather see who we might know in our own circles to start with. So um, you're you're gonna hear about this in the next couple of weeks once we have detailed that. The last thing I have for the day, we have a lot of wonderful people here regularly contributing to all that happens in this church but you know what with COVID this has probably been one of the hardest areas for us with the constant amount of people that whether they're sick or not are just unavailable because they're just they're in quarantine or or because of something that's happened to the family member they're in quarantine and and this sort of thing and it has put a strain on so many departments and so many areas and I take my hat off to all the people that have no, no matter what committed anyway, thank you to all the leaders, all the all the teams that have had to at very last minute make changes because you don't you don't have a choice, and you just don't know what's going to happen on any given day. As you know, things can things can change really quickly. It's not just happening in churches; it's in any field, everywhere. People are struggling to get workers, employed workers, let alone people that give their time freely for a church but can I encourage you if you are not involved in the life of the church I'm going to ask the music team to come up but I'm also going to ask my wife Sally who if she can just grab down here Sarah I've just got some forms here and she's just going to quickly organize hopefully maybe Daniel, if you don't mind help her we're just going to distribute out a little form and if you're not if you are involved in the life of the church don't worry about this thing. But if you're not involved and you're part of the church and you go, "What? Well, maybe it is time that I did get involved. We'd love you to fill this out. Put it in one of our boxes at the back. Um, we've got pens at the help desk if you need a pen. We would love for you to get involved in the life of this church. The more people that get involved in the life of this church, the better we are able to achieve our vision of bringing life to this community. It's just how it is. And so if you're thinking, and it's not only that, if you want to get to, if you want to get to know people, I don't know how you can get to know people without serving. I really don't know how you can do that. Like, it is the best way to get to know people. You operate in teams and you just get to know people. That provides tremendous support. So I just want to encourage you, maybe go away, pray about it if you need to. But we would love to see people saying, you know what? I'm happy to catch up with you Josh and talk about how I could possibly get involved in the life of this church. I want to thank you all for the extra time. I know we've gone a bit over time today but thank you so much um, for your commitment, for your generosity to this church. Yes Lord, we pray that you pour your spirit out on our community. Lord, may we just be your vessels use us as you need lord to reach the people of this community for you lord help us to be a light in this community help us to bring life to this community in jesus name we pray amen thanks for listening to this message from Port Life church If you have any questions, please email info at portlife.org.au. Have a great day.